You're listening to Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno, supported by HomeWatch Caregivers, whose mission is to preserve dignity, protect independence, and provide peace of mind for their clients and loved ones by providing exceptional home care. 97.9 FM WCHL is pleased to present Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno. Nicole has over 15 years of experience as a geriatric social worker and administrator working in the long-term care industry to include skilled nursing care, Alzheimer's care, adult day care, and home care. She also worked as a family caregiver. In addition, Nicole co-founded a nonprofit in the Triangle that specializes in support for caregivers. Now, Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno. Welcome to this episode of Caring Connections. This is Nicole Bruno, your host. Joining me today is Ron Bostic, a Stephen leader at Resurrection Lutheran Church in Cary. He is one of the three Triangle Area Stephen Ministry Network coordinators. The two other coordinators are Judy Rogers and Theron Willis. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. So we are going to have a great topic today, which is is something that we actually have never touched on here on the show, so I'm particularly excited about this one. It is um, caregiving and spirituality, which I think is going to be phenomenally important for everyone to to hear about today. So uh, Ron brought with him some of the top 10 things that we ought to know about Stephen Ministry, and we probably don't, so I thought I would highlight a few of those just to get our show kicked off today. The first is, Stephen Ministry is a one-on-one, spiritually-based, confidential, lay-caring ministry that is provided by local Christian congregations. That's correct. (laughs) The next is, the leaders' training conferences are provided by Stephen Ministry offices located in St. Louis, Missouri. And the last is the Triangle Area Stephen Ministry Network is a network of approximately 69 local Stephen Ministry congregations that includes over 200 Stephen leaders and over 750 Stephen ministers. That's huge. It's a big uh, network. We're very proud of the participation. That's amazing. That's definitely something to be proud of. So how does uh, Stephen ministry impact caregiving within con- congregations? How, how have you experienced that? Um, well, first of all, the Stephen ministry program started in 1975 by a gentleman called um, Pastor um, Hawk okay. in St. Louis. So it wasn't, his name wasn't Stephen. He wasn't named <laughs> Stephen, that's correct. And uh, he decided, he was a pastor of a congregation, and he decided that he could not care, okay. give Christian care to all the people that needed it. Mm-hmm. So he developed this course. Mm-hmm. And uh, after well, how many years now? It's almost 40 years. Wow. 40 years. We've, they've got about 600 people that they've trained, and they've got about 600,000 excuse me, wow. people that they've trained and 12,000 congregations in the nation. Okay. In, in this country, so that's not country. even worldwide. Wow. Right. Wow. So it's a course. It's a course, and what they do is they train people. Mm-hmm. to be leaders within their congregation, and the leaders take that back, and then they give a 50 hours training mm-hmm. to the people, lay people in their congregation. So how has this actually impacted caregiving, have you found? Um, it helps the pastors. Mm-hmm. It really definitely helps the pastors. And the caregiving is more broad, much broader within mm-hmm. the uh, congregation themselves. Mm-hmm. We um, Right now in my congregation, we have almost 27 people that are actively involved in caregiving. Wow. And we reach out to the people within the congregation mm-hmm. and even outside the congregation when mm-hmm. necessary. Um, That's wonderful. So it's a, and it's a, a changing event. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it changes people, and I can talk about that a little bit later. Sure. 
So how has Stephen Ministry actually impacted your life? Um, my background, I'm a ex-IBMer. I retired okay. in 2001. And, uh, You're in good company. There are a lot of great ones out there. That's right. <laughs> and um, I used to, my, my work ethic was I was a problem solver, so mm-hmm. I would solve problems. And you had a problem, you come to me, I said, I help you solve it with software. So mm-hmm. when this course that I took mm-hmm. emphasizes the idea of listening, mm-hmm. if you're doing all the talking, you're not doing the caring. That's right. So my wife and I... I'd come home from work. My wife would be with small children, mm-hmm. and she'd start telling me about the problems, and I instantly gave her solutions to mm-hmm. all her problems, mm-hmm. which is not the way it's supposed to work. You were Mr. Fix-It. I was Mr. <laughs> Fix-It. So now my wife, after, these, after this ministry, and I've been trained, and my head's been shaped a little bit as far as <laughs> listening more, um, I listen more, uh-huh. and my wife has actually noticed the difference. Wow. And it's, it's great because what you, you have these caring relationships that you're involved with, and you become changed because of it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a it's a it's a two way street. Yeah, you care for the individual. You're there to support him or her through mm-hmm. the walk, but uh, at the same time, you're you're growing. In yeah, the, you reap the benefits of and it you as reap well. the benefits. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, so, gosh, how do how do people find out which churches are actually involved in this network? Is it a hard thing to do? Is there like a you know a, a, a mass website or how do you know <laughs> actually um i guess it's been maybe five six years ago um a, a woman and i put together a website oh you did <laughs> yeah and we'll talk about the url at the end i guess but uh the website you can go to and you, uh-huh. there's a link that says um network networking churches okay and you can get a list of all the churches that have registered on the um, website oh okay so it's uh it's pretty easy to find. Well, that's that's a good thing to know. Um, and then I guess if you were just a parishioner within your own congregation, you could just check with your pastor as well. Oh, sure. If you're yeah. not tech savvy, right? Perhaps. In fact, most of the most of our references for caregiving comes from the pastors. The pastors will go and meet with an individual mm-hmm. and kind of come to the conclusion that hey, this person could use a Stephen minister. Do you find that the pastors go through this training as well, or we really try to emphasize that yeah. um, we've had um, both. One pastor in our congregation has gone through it and checked is one of our leaders. Oh, okay. That's, so that's, he's, uh, that's good. He's uh, very cognizant of what. And if it's nothing all about. else, even if they don't actually do that part, they have a better understanding of what you can do to help the right. parishioners. In fact, we're trying to get the uh, principal of our school to oh. go because he interacts with people daily and can see points that people might need to care. Intersecting for caregiving. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So, how large of an area does a ministry network actually cover? It's um, the triangle area, okay, which is what our website's all about. But we do have people outside the triangle area, like mm-hmm. into Johnson County, and um, uh, I believe we all we have one church actually in Rocky Mount. Okay, but it gets difficult because um, one of the things we'll talk about is how we exchange resources, and mm-hmm. the church may need a Stephen minister to put the request on the network. Mm-hmm. and But if you're in Rocky Mount and you need to come to um, Durham, mm-hmm. that would not be um, easy. Exactly, yeah. So it would be a lot of traveling back and forth. So we basically, most of the churches are in the Wake County, Durham, Orange County. So it's more of a bandwidth issue. You know, you don't right. want to overextend your people or yes. not be able to provide that wonderful yes. level of exactly. care that you can provide. So. Um, can you give me some examples of how resources are shared among the Stephen Ministry congregations? Yeah, right now, um, like a congregation could be overwhelmed at a point in time and not have enough Stephen ministers, so mm-hmm. they can put a request out on the network, 
they actually say, um, does anybody have a Stephen minister? You don't have to. We, our ministers are trained such that we don't just work within that congregation. Oh, okay. We can actually go outside of the congregation. And uh, so the request is made, and then the responses are also made via email. Everything's done via email and very confidential. Okay. And then basically, if they need some additional help, then somebody else from another congregation can actually right. pitch in and do that work. And now, same thing with uh, Stephen Ministry classes. We may have a class that uh, could use more people, so they'll put the word out, hey, we've got some room. Does anybody want to come and come okay. to our class? Well, that sounds wonderful. And there's also... Um, training materials, mm-hmm. continuing education that we uh, have on the website. Wonderful. Well, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, joining me today is Ron Bostic, who is a Stephen uh, leader at Resurrection Lutheran Church in Cary, and we're talking about spirituality and caregiving. We will be right back. Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno on 97.9 FM WCHL Supported by HomeWatch Caregivers. Now, more of Caring Connections. Welcome back. This is Nicole Bruno, your host of Caring Connections. And joining me today is Ron Bostic, a Stephen leader at Resurrection Lutheran Church in Cary. And we are talking about the Stephen ministry and also caregiving and uh, the Stephen ministry and how it can be impacted. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay, so... I guess I'm going to ask sort of a, a silly question. Maybe not. Maybe yes. But maybe this is on the mind of some of our listeners today. Do care receivers need to actually be Christian before requesting a Stephen Ministry caregiver? Definitely not. Oh, okay. No, Interesting. That's not needed. Um, so you don't even we, have to be part of a congregation, even necessarily. That's correct. Oh. Um, in fact, we have on our website where people can go and actually request a Stephen minister. Okay. Uh, and identify a congregation that they would like to uh, have the request sent to or the network coordinators will get it if a congregation is not identified. Okay. And then we try to do the follow-up. We do make the phone call, make, talk to the people, make sure we understand what the caregiving is, if caregiving is really needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then we do the follow-up and try to get a Stephen minister assigned. Okay. Well, that actually, that I guess it wasn't a no-brainer. <laughs> no. That's actually a great question. So then, as far as how do you hook up somebody, if I were making a call, you know, who might come to visit me? Would it be another woman, or would it be a man, or a man and a woman, or how does that work? Uh, the ministry is male to male and female to female. Okay. And um, we do only work with adults. Okay. So uh, children and teenagers are not part of the ministry. Okay. So could you give me an example, when you say only work with, exactly how caregivers have been impacted by this type of work? I guess I'll give you my uh, first experience as a caregiver. Okay. I was uh, asked to um, visit a elderly gentleman okay. whose mind was very crisp, mm-hmm. but his body was failing. Mm-hmm. He was very old. He was living with his son and was not liking it. He wanted to be independent. He mm-hmm. wanted to move back to his house. And uh, I believe it was in Kansas. And so we, it took a long time. It took many hours. I visited him, and he would be just one-word answers to questions. And mm-hmm. Very um, not very eager to build a relationship. But over time, he changed, and he shared with me some things in his life that he hadn't shared with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, um, I had a conversation with my pastor at the time, mm-hmm. who. Um, I was telling him, hey, we're not going anywhere. This relationship is not growing. Mm -hmm. He says, give it some time, Ron. Give it some time. And I hung in there, and it (laughs) took a while, and we found out that, you know, God was working. Mm -hmm. And uh, he he changed, and he was able to provide uh, 
share information with me. And we got to, we played cards, we drank beer, <laughs> uh, we were having a great time, and uh, it changed me because I began to see myself at his age and how I would be mm-hmm. at that at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And I would have to, you know, his his life was ending. Mm-hmm. He eventually died. He died in an assisted living home, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, it impacted me in that uh, how caregiving can be so meaningful to a person that that's in need, and how um, God can use people like myself mm-hmm. as tools in that help. So, as far aside from having one-on-one conversations, is it is is the Stephen Ministry task oriented? Like, you know, say somebody mm-hmm. had. They're, they couldn't keep up with their lawn, their yard. I mean, how does that work? Or is it more one-on-one conversations? It's more one-on-one conversations. Um, in fact, we, in the training, we have a um, picture, if I can share it with you, where the care receiver is in a hole. Mm-hmm. And the caregiver does not crawl into the hole with mm-hmm. the care receiver, but pushes, puts his hand out, mm-hmm. and he's sitting on top, helping the care receiver to move, remove himself from the hole. Mm-hmm. We're very... Um, cautious as far as getting too involved in the person's lives mm-hmm. and doing the task oriented. Mm-hmm. And one of the classes that we in fact we teach during the um, Stephen Ministry training is to call process versus results. Mm-hmm. We're more interested in the process than mm-hmm. we are in the results. Okay. The results are God. God mm-hmm. provides the cure mm-hmm. and we provide the care. Okay. So. so then you might connect them and give referrals That's to right. other types exactly. of things you may know of in the community. Okay. That's right. Okay. So are there is there an age limit on care receivers being cared for by Stephen ministers? I mean, I know you don't do children and teenagers, but on the other end of the spectrum. Um, no, it'd be adults. So all adults, all anybody adults. eighteen and up. Eighteen and up. Okay. And um, how often do the Stephen ministers meet actually with their care receivers? Is it you know daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly? <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> During the training, we ask our Stephen ministers to meet with their care receivers um, once a week okay. for about an hour, if possible. Okay. But depending upon everybody's schedule, we all have crazy schedules. Mm-hmm. So that, like myself, I have a care receiver right now, and I'm going to be away for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I talk to him about it. He knows. Mm-hmm. And so we make plans when, when I get back to meet as soon as possible. Okay. So, um, if somebody had a need to be met with more frequently, yes, that's possible. Uh, it all depends upon the situation okay. and how often the pe- people need to get together. So you're just assigned to one person, though. Is that how it works? Like, you know, if you were well, you couldn't be because I'm not a man. But if Susie Smith sitting over here was my person, um, you know, would I potentially have more than one person coming to me? Or it's how- possible, but not recommended. Okay. Okay. So you try to keep that continuity there. That's right. That's great. And how long do these caring relationships typically last in your experience? Um, it could last a few a few weeks, depending upon the situation. Like if you were jobless and looking for a job, it could be, you know, once you find the job, the relationship would end. Okay. Uh, or it could be a longer period for months. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're going through a grieving process, loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. And it might take months to get through that before the person is really to re-engage mm-hmm. in the normal uh, setting. Or it could be until the person dies. So you just gave me a few interesting examples. You will work with people who are experience a loss of a job, somebody who's near death, somebody who's grieving for somebody. What other types of scenarios have you? Um, do you have, people you know, new to the area trying to fit okay, in into okay. a congregation. Um, people that uh, are going through a divorce. Okay. People that are having problems with their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, don't say that too loud. You're going to have a whole. <laughs> 
Well, we, we, we deal with them. We don't deal with the children. No babysitting services. No babysitting services. <laughs> you give that support to those poor parents, That's though. Right. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so, so really any sort of life crisis That's is correct. how anybody might define that or life difficulty. That's correct. Whatever it may be. Interesting. Well, we are going to take a quick break. Uh, joining me today is Ron Bostic, who is a Stephen uh, leader at Resurrection Lutheran Church in Cary, and we're talking about spirituality and caregiving. We will be right back. Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno on 97.9 FM WCHL, supported by HomeWatch Caregivers. Now, more of Caring Connections. Welcome back. This is Nicole Bruno, your host of Care and Connections, and I'm with Ron Bostic, a Stephen leader at Resurrection Lutheran Church in Cary. And we are we just only have a few minutes left to go, but I was particularly interested in this program of how Stephen minister congregations get involved with Heroes Care. Could you talk to us a little bit about that? Yes. Heroes Care is a caring for military members and their families before people are deployed or after they come back. The military found out about Stephen Ministry and said this would be a great fit to get people that are perhaps in remote areas, living in remote areas, to give them care. One of the things Stephen Ministers do not do is apostatize. They do not read from the Bible immediately and things like right, that. Right. But if the person is open to doing spiritual conversation, mm-hmm. they're more than willing to talk. And the military enjoyed, uh, agreed to that. And mm-hmm. so we have built a relationship. And we're, in fact, there's, I think there's about two or three people right now in the military that have care receivers. Okay. That are care receivers. And it's growing. And mm-hmm. one of the people involved in making that happen within North Carolina is Bruce Kennedy. And we can talk about how to contact Bruce. Wonderful. That sounds like a great program. So, supposing somebody's listening today and they want to find out more, um, number one, how do I get a Stephen minister? Number two, how can I volunteer to become one? How do we do that? Well, everything's done with the congregation. And the congregation is um, asked to send leaders to a leaders training conference that Stephen Ministry in St. Louis provides. And after they do that, then they are able to become a Stephen Ministry congregation, register on our site. And uh, register on our site means sending us an email, sending the coordinators an email, and we'll make that happen. Okay. And then the uh, the other thing is once a people are Stephen Ministry trained, um, then they can have a care receiver. And there are actually some additional training that's needed to become heroes trained. Okay. So there's an additional class that we ask people to take. A different level. Different sure. Level. Definitely, for those specific needs. Mm-hmm. And I know you brought with you some great resources. Um, if you want to just review those briefly for me, that would be wonderful. Well, this, the more find out more about the Stephen Ministry um, itself. There's a their website is called stephenministries.org. Okay. And they're able to you'll be able to get information about when the leaders training occurs and packets for enrollment. Mm-hmm. Also, our website is called the Triangle Area Stephen Ministry Network, and it's T R I A N G L E. A-R-E-A-S-M-N-E-T dot org. Okay. Triangle Area S-M-Net dot org. Okay. And there's links on there to contact the coordinators. Also, Heroes Care is heroescare.org, and they have their own website. Mm-hmm. And you can see, and that's nationwide. They're trying to become nationwide. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Kennedy is the person locally to contact if there's any inf- one information about how to become part of Heroes Care. Mm-hmm. His email address is B as in boy, Kennedy, K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, zero zero two at gmail.com. Again, B-K-E-N-N-E-D-Y, zero zero two at 
gmail.com. And if you're interested in reading more about some of the training that occurs, we have some booklets or books that um, actually Ken Hawk himself wrote with uh, other people. One's called Christian Caregiving, A Way of Life. Another one is Speaking the Truth in Love, How to Be an Assertive Christian. And there's a group of grieving booklets that you can purchase on the Steve Ministry website called Journeying Through, God, Through Grief. Wonderful. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. I think you brought some um, light to a topic that you know folks may not have even known was out there. So I think it's wonderful to bring you here as a resource. Hopefully you had a great time uh, being on the show and enjoyed spreading your word to folks that are listening. Uh, as always, you may email your caring question to caring at 1360wchl.com. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you, Nicole. The purpose of Caring Connections is to educate listeners to help improve the quality of life for families, for professional caregivers, as well as those people affected with Alzheimer's disease. Caring Connections with Nicole Bruno is supported by HomeWatch Caregivers. You can hear this and any other program of Caring Connections on WCHL's website, chapelboro.com. Be sure to email questions to caring at 1360wchl.com. Caring Connections is a presentation of 97.9 FM, WCHL, Chapel Hill Carborough's News, Talk, and Tar Heel Station.